ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Take control of your city. You have failed this city. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Batman is playing Galaga. Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? We are the future, Charles, not them. Avengers! Hey, folks, uh, you are watching us on Rogue One Radio. How's it going out there tonight? Uh, this is episode 43. I am Steve, and with me, of course, is DJ. How's it going today? We are the future, Charles. Us, not them. <laughs> That's right. All right, looks like we got Red 5 in the house, in the chat room with us as well. Welcome. And uh, absolutely, make sure you hit that subscribe button uh, and uh, hit that like button as well. And the Escape Pod is in with us tonight as well. Welcome. So again, as I said, this is episode 43. We're going to be talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the latest MCU Disney Plus project that just ended uh, Friday. So, uh, of course, we got some uh, news coming up, and uh, we also have the return of our top five list. Uh, tonight, we are going to be doing our top five favorite MCU films. Uh, we have some input from some of our followers on Twitter we'll be going over. Um, but the main topic of tonight is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, then we've got uh, what, four or five pieces of news to discuss with you. Um, but we'll get into that later. Uh, what have you been up to this week, uh, DJ? Man, um, this week... Uh... Well, they recalled us back to the office, uh, and so I've been working there, traveling back and forth uh, as much as possible. Um, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It, I, I thought I would have more time uh, in the mornings and during work to listen to more podcasts, but they've been keeping us so busy, I really haven't had a chance to really get into them uh, other than the... Uh, you know, the standard array that I normally listen to. Uh, but, you know, it's, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, as far as cool things that I've done this week, uh, really not much of anything. Um, uh, I read, uh, I finished up the Star Wars comic that I had on uh, the Vader series that was on the, um, oh, man, uh, mind blank, the... Um, Amazon free read or read for free or whatever program they had. Okay. Uh, they had uh, the, uh, uh, the Vader series on that. So I, I finished that one up. Uh, still reading the uh, Malorian uh, book one of the, uh, of the series, which I guess is actually now book three because um, they have it in volume one has book one, two and three. 
So I'm finally into book three there on that one. Um, really haven't been playing too many video games. Uh, did try out the, uh, the MLB, uh, which is absolutely fantastic if you like uh, baseball games. Um, and then, um, yeah, uh, really that's about it. Uh, the really exciting part is either coming tomorrow or the next day. And my TK armor uh, from oh. Walt's Trooper Factory uh, will be here. And I will be doing a live unboxing of all the goodies that uh, Walt has sent. So, uh, yeah, um, not much uh, as of this week, but uh, next week I'll have a whole lot more to tell. Yeah. So what uh, TK outfit are you getting? So, uh, well, it's a combination. I have, uh, I have some time to think about it. It comes with the reg standard TK. Uh, which is your uh, normal uh, stormtrooper, and then right. it also has all the uh, stuff to make the sand trooper or the TD units. Okay. So I'm still trying to decide what uh, which direction I want to go in. I'm kind of leaning towards uh, the TD because one, you don't have to keep it as pristine as you do a standard TK. Right. Uh, and living out here in the desert, it's really easy to get stuff uh, dirty. We had uh, 20 mile an hour gusts uh, just a few minutes ago, and uh, visibility was next to nothing. So, spray it down with some glue and set it outside, and Mother Nature will dirty it up for you. Very cool. So, is it uh, is it a 501st approved outfit? Oh yes, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I have the you know I'll have everything the. Uh, the undersuit, the gloves, the boots, the the full armor set. So yeah, that's what it's uh, that's what I'm getting it for. So nice, very cool. Um, so as far as what I'm doing, let me see if I can uh, or what I've been doing this past week. Mostly just reading. I don't know uh -oh. if you can you can see these stacks. Let me uh, let me point my camera toward. Uh, these stacks of comics here. <laughs> you read all of those? No, I've been working on them. Oh, uh, okay. No, I've gotten, uh, let's see, I've gotten uh, this much done right here. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of reading. Still on the whole... Uh, independent comics binge. I haven't really uh, been reading a whole lot from DC and Marvel. Um, I have some, I have some uh, comments on, on DC and Marvel, but uh, maybe that's a conversation probably for another, another podcast later on down <laughs> the road or something. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, some of the independent stuff has has been uh, really interesting, really enjoyable. Uh, so I've just been digging into a lot of newer stuff. And see this this stack or these stacks over here, they don't even include the uh, the stuff that I'm reading on uh, Comicsology because I got a ton over there too. Right. The uh, never-ending struggle. Exactly. So Kat is with us in the chat. Welcome, Kat. It's good to see you again. 
And also Nicole is with us again in the chat. So always good to see Nicole. Um, yeah, thanks for coming in. So yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Um, I have been watching uh, the cartoon Invincible on Amazon Prime. Uh, and and I, I actually thought that, that the first season was over, but apparently they have one more episode coming out on Friday. I thought it was one of those shows where they just load everything all, all you know up at once and that I just happened to uh, finish it last night. But I, I guess uh, some folks on Twitter were telling me that they uh, there's actually another episode, so I guess I'm not done. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. It's based on an image comic uh, called Invincible. Um, that is actually it's a uh, it's a superhero uh, comic, and it's actually written by the same guy who wrote the Walking Dead comic book series. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's it's, it's really interesting, and uh, the cartoon is very uh, graphic. So there's that. You don't. It's not. Uh, it's not for kids even though it is a cartoon. Um, so, you know, don't, don't think I'm telling you to have your kids go watch Invincible just because it's a superhero uh, cartoon. It's, it's not, uh, it's not kid friendly. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then other than that, uh, I haven't really been doing video. I mean, I played, I played fallout four a little bit over the weekend, but not, really that much yeah so um, I, I, did, yeah. I did i i did see something else comic book related oh yeah in our show related since we cover a lot of it the superman and lois show oh, so yeah. i i know a lot of people uh you know have watched it on the cw app mm, but yeah. if for, if for whatever reason they can't watch it on there if you and if they have the HBO Max, it's yeah. also on HBO Max now. I, so saw, I saw that. that. Yeah, I saw that the other day, and I'm like, "Oh wow, cool!" So I've been binging a lot of stuff on uh, HBO Max. I, I cannot believe it took me this long to watch Big Bang Theory. But oh my gosh, uh, did you finish uh, the whole? Life, did you finish the whole series? Not yet. My wife and okay. I just started uh, season seven last night. We've been watching it for like two weeks now. Oh so, gosh, we should uh, we should do a Big Bang Theory episode at some point. Uh, oh, that'd be good. That is that is actually one of my favorite TV shows. Um, that and uh, Parks and Recreation. Mm. Yeah. If you, if, you haven't, if you haven't checked that one out yet, man, you gotta. You really got to hit that uh, one. I, I liked it. My wife is not a fan of uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, that's right. We had that conversation. Yeah, we definitely need to do a uh, a Parks and Rec episode. I, I need to try to do it on a day where Joey can join us because he loves that show almost as much as I do. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll put that on Fox too. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, um, yeah, so we've got our uh, discussion on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up. Uh, we've got some news to discuss. Uh, but now we're going to go ahead and play our first music uh, clip of the day. If you want to call it a clip, I guess it's not really a clip. 
playing a whole song. Uh, first tune of the night. This one is, which one are we going to play first? Uh, this is from a band out of Greensboro, uh, North Carolina. Um, they are called Totally Slow. And they've got an album coming out this June uh, called Casual Drag. And this is the first single from Casual Drag. And it is called Found Factions. So here you go. That was good. I think you're uh, still muted there, Steve. Don't. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that, so yeah, that was uh, that was uh, Found Factions by Totally Slow out of Greensboro, North Carolina. And yeah, yeah I definitely wouldn't say and, they were slow. That was a good. That was a good song. 
No, they definitely were not slow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a lot of really good stuff uh, from some of the record labels lately and really enjoying the stuff they've been sending me. Um, nice. So, so here in the next uh, couple of months, I might have some sneak previews from another band that uh, has been played on this show before. You might have heard of them. They're called Get Fired. <laughs> Yay, new stuff. Yeah, we've been working on that. Got got a f couple more songs uh, worked on. I think um, I think we still have a few more songs to finish the guitar parts on, um, and then it, then we'll start working vocals at some point. It's a very uh, very long process, but. Um, yeah, so that was a fun song. All right, we've got some uh, news to uh, throw at you here. So why don't you go ahead and, uh, and kick us off there, DJ? All right, and I believe I selected all the right news this time instead of uh, grabbing any of yours. Uh, <laughs> but uh, first off the bat, in some Marvel news, we have... Uh, a revelation by Jeremy Renner that uh, he has said that Hawkeye has wrapped production. Mm -hmm. So I know that uh, this is one that I've uh, uh, been looking for. Uh, it's a very relatable character. Uh, really doesn't have like superpowers other than he just really doesn't miss. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, and, and I really enjoy him as an actor. Uh, so uh, I'm thankful for that. Um, so yeah, we had uh, one show, uh, one show finish up as far as our viewing pleasure, and then mm -hmm. we have uh, news that we get, uh, you know, uh, get to have uh, more feast to the table. So I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that one as well. Uh, I think some folks in the chat are as well. Nicole. Uh, Says she's looking forward to the Hawkeye series, and uh, as am I. I'm, he's this is one of them that I was looking forward to, uh, almost as much as I was looking forward to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, not quite, but but pretty close. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got. We got. Uh, We've got one here that's actually, it's still Marvel news, and it's actually related to our topic tonight. Uh, but Marvel Studios has announced that they are, uh, well, the Hollywood Reporter actually announced it. Um, and uh, has announced that the Marvel Studios is developing a fourth Captain America film that will follow the conclusion of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, the script for this movie is actually going to be written by the guy who was the uh, showrunner for the show, um, Malcolm Spellman. And um, I have—I don't have any information on who's going to be directing it. Oh, uh, nope, I don't have any information on who's going to be directing it. Um, but we do know that, I mean, there's been some rumors out there that Chris Evans is supposed to return, uh, as Steve Rogers in 
the MCU somewhere. Um, but it doesn't necessarily say that it's going to be in this film. It could be somewhere else. But um, in any case, I am actually looking forward to another um, Captain America movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same here, uh, especially after uh, the series uh, mm -hmm. that we just watched. And, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind a... Um, more of, uh, I guess, I'm trying to think of what, how to say it, uh, a baton handoff rather yeah. than, you know, an actual, you know, captain of old and the captain of new fighting together. And then, you know, and then Sam take over, I'd say, you know, first act be that. And then, you know, I, I don't know how they'll fit it in, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. They did a great job with it. Uh, as far as in my opinion, but uh, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing if they're going to bring back uh, you know, Chris Evans's cap, you know, yeah, uh, they could do a, a, a bigger baton handoff than uh, than what they had, absolutely. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, what, what do we got next? Um, I think you have something else that's kind of Marvel related. Um, I, I do. And you know how long it took me to realize that this was actually uh, Marvel related. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, in the 1980s, there was a, uh, a cult film that came out or, or a film that came out in the 80s that has turned into a cult classic. Uh, and it took a very long time for me to even realize that the, uh, that this was part of Marvel property uh, until uh, I guess it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and then I was like, oh, okay, well, that, that makes sense. But yeah. uh, it just in time for its 35th anniversary, Howard the Duck is getting a 4K reissue from Universal Pictures. Very cool. So yeah, um, it's uh, it definitely. Uh, I remember watching it as, as a kid and thinking, uh, "Oh my, what is this?" <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but you know, it it, uh, it was later to appreciate it, and uh, yeah. So I'm sure I'll get to uh, scope out the 4K uh, release of this as well. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Um, this next one is not Marvel related, uh, but it is comic book related. And we were talking about independent comics earlier. Um, have you heard, have you ever heard of an independent comic, uh, put out by image comics called paper girls? I have not. Okay. Uh, it's, um, it's one of those, uh, you know, top selling graphic novel, uh, books. Um, it's written by Brian K. Vaughn, who also wrote uh, Saga, mm. and he wrote Why the Last Man, uh, in addition to a lot of other stuff. He's wrote some really cool stuff. Well, anyway, uh, it had been announced uh, a long time ago that they were, Amazon Prime was looking at maybe adapting it into a series, and uh, so that has been uh, 
pretty much confirmed as um, they are about to start production and they have cast the four leads. Uh, so if anybody's not heard of this uh, story, it's about these four um, middle school to early high school girls who uh, they deliver papers. And so they're paper girls. And um, not to give too much away of it, but ba basically some weird stuff happens uh, the day after Halloween. And uh, so the book is, uh, I'm not sure how many volumes there are. I, I have read two, but I'm pretty sure that there are more. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and look that up and see how many volumes there are. Da, 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 da. Um, there, well, there were, there were 30 issues. So there are actually, uh, there are six graphic novels or three deluxe hardcovers. Um, okay. So I have read the first two graphic novels and I definitely need to read the rest of them. Uh, really interesting book. It's got time travel in it and aliens and it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, but the four, uh, actresses that they have, uh, gotten, well, I'm trying to find the, uh, the names of the actresses they got to play the four leads. Uh, the first one is Sophia Rosinski. Not, don't really know that name. Uh, Cameron Jones, Fina Straza, and Riley Leigh Nellel. I'm probably butchering that last name, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, in any case, so they've cast the four main characters, and production is going to be starting soon. Uh, so if you're a fan of Paper Girls, um... Uh, you're going to see uh, a live action version of it on Amazon Prime coming soon. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully I will have that series finished uh, by the time the series starts. <laughs> nice. And I think we got one last piece of news, don't we? I have one last piece of news. And <laughs> this, is, this is in our uh, Star Wars wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, so there's a company uh, called Aspire Media, and um, they are uh, going to remake a classic Star Wars video game that was for originally done by BioWare. Mm -hmm. And this fan favorite game is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. So, yeah, this is yeah, um, uh, something, you know, they've kind of hinted at it. They've, uh, they did some mobile stuff, uh, and now they are going after the console market. Uh, so I'm excited. Man, uh, th it was going to be great. Su such a, a pivotal game for uh for star wars fans um yeah it's uh, to to be able to see it in uh 
better resolution and uh, and, and a, just a better flow with that with that story. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we get to see Darth Malak again. Ah, oh, man, I cannot wait. That's going to be pretty awesome. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I loved that game, and uh, yeah, I could. Uh, the only thing that can make that better is if it was Bethesda that was picking it up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just a Bethesda fanboy though. So yeah, yeah, um, same, same here. Like you know, I'm obsessed with Fallout. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. In fact, me and Joey today uh, on on my lunch break, we were talking about uh, Fallout, and uh, he was talking about like if he was given the reins uh, and allowed to make his own Fallout uh, sequel, like how he would do it. And it was it was some pretty interesting stuff. I was uh, I was pretty impressed with his ideas. I was like, man, we gotta. We got to get a hold of Bethesda and tell them to get on this, <laughs> right? So yeah, so uh, but yeah, I mean, any any type of re uh, redevelopment of this game, um, you just got to love it because that that game was just awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. That was the end of our uh, our news break. And uh, coming up next, we're going to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Unfortunately, that one ended uh, this past Friday. But uh, we will be talking about it and uh, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and the impact and whatnot. Uh, but before we jump into that, we have our second music break. Um, this is from a band out of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, they are called the Raging Nathans. I've actually played one of their songs on this show before a long time ago. Um, but uh, they actually have a new album coming out in uh, June. Uh, it is called Waste My Heart. And this song here is actually the title track from that album. So here it is, uh, Waste My Heart by the Raging Nathans. Right on, I waste my 
because we want it. Yeah, we need it. People want what they can't get. That's the problem. Fear balance. That's the part that makes me sick. Because we want it. Yeah, we need it. People want what they can't get. So we stand up and shake our fists and show them that we give a shit. All right, that was Waste My Heart by the Raging Nathans. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff there. All right. It's time to talk the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, of course, we had, uh, what was it, six episodes? And yeah. uh, it just progressively got better. As it went, I gotta say, when uh, just kind of starting things off, when uh, Marvel announced the TV shows that they had planned for uh, the Disney Plus, this was probably the one I was most looking forward to because uh, I'm I'm a big uh, Captain America uh, fan, mm -hmm. um, both the comics and in the movies. Uh, loved Captain America. Really was looking forward to this, and um, overall, I, I just got to say it did not disappoint. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, very similar to uh, Wandavision. Uh, for me, it started off a little slow, a little unsure of uh, what was going on, and uh, you know it where where it fits and and all that but uh the more i watched the more i liked and i wish that it uh hadn't ended uh understanding the reasoning but you get invested in these characters and mm -hmm. you just want to keep you know following along on their avengers you don't want it to end so uh, unfortunately we we have a little bit of a wait time but that's all right yeah, yeah. So, uh, so here's here's kind of a brief uh, overview. Um, if you haven't watched the show, you probably want to pause this video, um, or if you're listening, pause the podcast and and listen because we pre-show. Um, but just a brief overview of the show. Uh, of course, at the end of Endgame, um, Steve Rogers handed the shield over to uh, Falcon. Uh, Sam Wilson, and at the basically at the beginning of the show, uh, Sam hands it over to the government to uh, what he thought they were going to do is put it in a museum uh, in honor uh, because he didn't want to be Captain America, I guess. And then uh, and then you've got uh, Bucky going through uh, therapy, basically, uh, and then. It turns out that the government had no intention of keeping that shield at the museum at all. 
they basically created their own Captain America sans the super soldier serum. Um, and so the rest of the, the show essentially deals with uh, all of them fighting against this group called the Flag Smashers, who uh, they're, they're kind of, uh, they're, their motto, uh, what was it, one, one people, one world, something like that. And uh, basically yeah, one world, they, one people. they want to be like it was before everybody returned. Uh, because apparently things were better off with half the people gone. Um, so most of the most of the series deals with you know the the bulk of the series or the meat of the series deals with them fighting uh, these flag smashers. And um, so you know you've got uh, Bucky and uh, Sam Wilson teaming up together and. Uh, the new Captain America, John Walker, um, kind of wanting to be part of their little gang, and and they don't want anything to do with them. Um, so Captain America just kind of does his own thing with uh, with his partner Battlestar, um, and then toward the end of the series, uh, our Captain America makes a pretty big mistake, and. Uh, kills this guy on international television. So he loses the mantle and, um, and that kind of takes us up to the last episode and this, you know, the final battle between these flag smashers, uh, comes and, uh, Sam Wilson finally decides, okay, I'm going to be captain America. And, um, and that's pretty much as brief a synopsis as I can give. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah. Very, very good. Um, now, do we have uh, as far as other characters that uh, that we see in there as well? Um, we have uh, uh, Joaquin Torres, who is uh, like Sam's right hand man mm -hmm. uh, in the military. Um, let's see we have a mma a mma fighter or a retired mma fighter is in there uh george st pierre uh plays a mercenary in there as well uh we get a, a really closer look at sam's personal life uh we get to meet his sister uh, uh, who uh, is uh, intricate into the series as well uh yep. We get a uh, a surprise uh, uh, appearance by Rhodey, uh, so that was uh, that was pretty cool to uh, to see. Uh, not that we needed to see more Avenger, um, you know, uh, posturing, uh, but uh, it's always good to see a familiar face, especially when they take a show into a different direction. Um, we also have another anti-hero hero. Type in this one, uh, Baron Zemo is back. Yeah, uh, and uh, we also uh, get a few, uh, uh, you know, a, a few times where we get to catch up with uh, Sharon Carter. Yeah, so, I was glad. I was glad her back uh, in in any capacity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Oh, and we can't forget uh, that we had uh, um, 
bat rock in it as well. Yes. Retur returning from, uh, um, he was from, he was in the winter soldier. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Cause he was on the, he was on the Lemurian star. Right. Uh, Hey, Natalie from force of light entertainment has joined the chat. Welcome Natalie. Thanks for coming. Another tie-in that we got uh, also was um, uh, Io, I believe is how you uh, how they pronounced it, uh, from Wakanda, uh, the oh. Wakanda Special Forces. So there's right. a Black Panther uh, tie-in as well, uh, since uh, Bucky did spend time uh, with them uh, to recondition and uh redo his arm so uh yeah it, it was pretty cool uh we got a, a lot of new characters uh some familiar faces uh and a very interesting story yeah but uh yeah um yeah you know uh i gotta say the the, the whole premise of the flag smashers uh it's kind of hard in some ways, not to agree with them. <laughs> I, and I, I think that's, you know, and, and it was very well written because you do sympathize with them. You sympathize yeah. with Carly, uh, uh, which, um, oh, uh, I'm going to forget it. Or um, uh, Erin Kellyman. I always, uh, I always call it, it's, uh, she played in, um, uh, one of our favorite Star Wars movies as well. Yeah. Uh, Emphasis Nest. Uh, but uh, to we really feel for her, her, um, uh, what she's standing for, yeah. uh, not necessarily the way that she's going about it, but she's doing what she thinks is necessary uh, in the way that, um, you know, she feels it's the only way to get people to listen. Uh, so yeah. And sometimes in, in our lives, so, you know, we have that same thing, man, if we could just get, if it was in my power to make people listen and to understand where I'm coming from. And so, yeah, you really feel for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she's got, she's got the right idea. She's just going about it the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some of the you know the characters were really great, uh, and and I've I've seen some uh, some meme I guess memes and, and and short stories going around the internet about how uh, uh, oh what is his name Wyatt uh, who plays John Wall oh Wyatt Russell yeah. Um... I think Steve froze up again, but yeah, we had uh, Wyatt Russell Walker. Uh, oh, are you back now? Yeah, uh, yeah. Wyatt Russell is playing a part that yeah. I mean, even in the comics, you pretty much hate the character of John Walker, but that's what he's there for. You're not supposed yeah. to like him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, it, and it's. What it reminded me of was uh, it, it was the, uh, it was a scene in Captain America, 
the uh, the first one, the first Avenger, uh, when they're training and they're doing all of you know all their drills, and you have the one soldier that always comes in first, and you know he's the one who thinks that he deserves this honor and he he should be Captain America. Yeah, they made him do it or offered it to him, and they expected him to hold up to it. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's the person inside that counts more than the person mm-hmm. on the outside. And he, uh, you know, John Walker just never quite understood that he yeah. had the gifts. So why not use them? Uh, he, he was athletic. So he had that sense of leadership. So why if anyone else can, uh, isn't going to do it, why not him? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it. And well-deserved arrogance, I guess you'd say, because uh, yeah. he could, he did pull it off. But in the end, it, uh, you know, well, it, it did become his undoing. Yeah, when he took that serum, he it definitely uh, amplified the bad parts about him. Um, yeah. So I asked the ch- folks in the chat if there were any favorite moments of theirs from the series. And uh, here's Nicole, all the Bucky moments. <laughs> so I, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming uh, Nicole that Bucky is a character in the series. No, no problem there. No, uh, no arguments. He's he's a great character. Um. So yeah, you've got John Walker, who uh, you know, and and. Uh, how that turned out, if, if you watched all the way to the end, you know, he he becomes you know, not a big surprise to me because I, I know, uh, but he becomes U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is given the second chance by um, a, a lady played by, uh, uh, oh gosh, what is her name from Seinfeld? Um, well, she's playing Julia. Val. Julia Louise Dreyfus, yeah. There you go. Um, playing Val, who, you know, if you've read the comics, you know that that's Madame Hydra. So uh, mm-hmm. so we're looking at the start of the uh, the Dark Avengers, it looks like. And, and in my opinion, it looks like uh, uh, Sharon might be a part of that. Um, well. Or at least... Uh, might end up becoming a part of that. She, she's definitely, uh, at least to me, she's on the fence. Uh, and it, it seems like she is, uh, in the same row that Carly was in. Mm-hmm. She knows what she wants to do. She knows what's right to do, but I think she's just going about it in the wrong way. I, she sacrificed a lot to help out uh, in, uh, I guess it was Civil War, to when she was banned, yeah. uh, and uh, she, you know, they she had to give up a lot, and she yeah. wants it back, and uh, not a f- uh, not fond of the people in charge. So, how else are you going to? Uh, you know, get rid of the the evil that's in the world and the the politicians and the people that are putting it into play. Then get rid of getting rid of them by whatever means necessary. So mm-hmm. it's it's a necessary evil for her to 
take on that role. So yeah. I don't know where where it'll go from there as far as she's concerned. But uh, I know I did call it uh, fairly early, about halfway through the series, that uh, on uh, that who the power broker was going to end, yep. actually end up being. And, sure uh, I'm I'm just glad uh, you know we got some more uh, sharing screen time. So definitely, and and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully uh, seeing her in the fourth Captain America movie. Yeah. Yeah, that we we know that story is not finished yet. So, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll get to see her either at least in another series, uh, or uh, Captain America four. So, but um, one of the one of the interesting things about uh, this series is where it fits in in the timeline. It was a rooster. <laughs> oh yeah, Can, could you hear that? Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I do live out in the country. I apologize, folks. I do have a rooster right out my window. So, Man, we should record that and make it a regular part of the show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Anytime somebody says something, uh, you know, uh, that's uh, mundane, like I'm probably about to say, play the rooster sound. <laughs> It's like Monty Python. Get on with it. But, <laughs> but yeah, you, right. we were talking. We were talking earlier about where this fits in the timeline, and uh, yeah, and it, it, it really surprised me. I I knew that the uh, the way that this was going uh, was uh, now it, they even said it was like six months after everyone has come back. So I was curious because uh, you know we already had super or uh, Superman Spider Man uh, Far From Home. Yeah. We've already seen the events that, that have happened there, and so I was curious. I'm like, well, when is that supposed to happen? Because all the kids just came back, and Peter, you know, they're back in school and uh, and all that. So you know, and it turns out that Spider Man Far From Home is eight months after so falcon and winter soldier is kind of sandwiched in between uh the events of you know uh when everybody came back and spider-man so it's so, pretty interesting that's an interesting thought why did it take them eight months to go back to school i maybe it was well, i mean just like anything else uh especially <laughs> when you get uh, you know, a world, uh, you know, that suddenly in an instant has a uh, five billion person, uh, you know, um, you know, influx after yeah. five years. So, yeah. you know, you, you got to you have to do all, you know, all the logistics and stuff like that. So but hey, you know, what? they in, you know, in eight months they're you know, they already had this planned on. uh you know, uh, to, to go on a, uh, international trip. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to go throw something at this rooster. I swear. <laughs> hey, we have another member of the chat. Apprentice Ewok is here with us. Thanks hey, Apprentice. Welcome. Brandon. And, uh, 
And uh, as I just showed up on the screen here, uh, Nicole liked the fight between uh, John Walker and the Dora Mijel. And I probably butchered that. But uh, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting fight. And I love the end. He's like, there weren't even super soldiers. Um, yeah. You know, I've got to say, I did not expect them to kill off Lamar. Uh, I see why they did it, and it makes sense in the context of the series as a whole. Uh, but damn, that was uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, so are, are are we talking likes and dislikes now? Because uh, um, I, I, I have a few. <laughs> yeah, we can we can jump in. We can go ahead and jump into that. Let's start with. Do uh, you want to start with likes or dislikes? Uh, well, the first thing that popped into my head was a dislike. Okay, so, go ahead. You know, we, so one of my main dislikes of this uh, uh, this series was they did come up with a super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. But you never knew who was going to have it. And I really didn't, I, I didn't really like that. I mean... Yeah, I know Bucky had some sort of super soldier thing, but it was different than, uh, you know, than what Cap had. But, you know, there was no, I kept expecting, you know, people, even if they're regular, to show some sort of sign of super soldier stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's even, you know, the, uh, oh, what was the guy's name? Um, Isaiah, Isaiah. Uh, I was thinking Elijah, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, Isaiah. I mean, he was a big dude. Yeah. And you know, it's like even compared to like Sam. You know, it's uh, he. He was a big guy. And then you have these super soldiers. You know that that we see the whole flag smasher group that took the serum and. You know, it's like, you know, the, yeah, they could get lost in a crowd and there's no way to differentiate between yeah. the two. Um, even Red Skull, when he took it, he, you know, had adverse effects. But, you know, we, we had nothing. And well, it was, it was definitely a different type of serum than the one that Steve took. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, a couple of things, I, I guess I could count these as dislikes. Um, it would have made the series longer, though. What I really would have liked to have seen is um, maybe some, uh, some flashback sequences of, of two things. I would have liked to have seen some flashback sequences that gave us a little bit more background into who Isaiah was. Uh, yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. Um, and then uh, I would have liked to have seen some flashbacks of uh, um, Walker and Lamar in their pre-Captain America days. Uh, okay. uh, you know, like they kept referencing when he got his, his uh, Medal of Honor and, uh, and how that was so rough on them. I would have liked to have seen some sort of flashback that may have dug into that a little bit deeper. Uh, because as much as we did get 
I guess this is kind of an overall dislike of, of the series. I don't think they built up or developed the John Walker character enough. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more development of him. Uh, because right away, they throw him in there. This is a new Captain America. Automatically, you hate the guy. Right. So you don't you don't get to see really any background into what led to him being chosen to be Captain America. Uh, so I would have liked to have seen that. But other than those things, uh, I can't really think of any other dislikes. Um, I I guess I in some ways I disliked them killing off Lamar, but at the same time, it made sense. Uh, like I said, in the context of the show, uh, because yeah. it brought it brought John Walker to that, and we needed to see that. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, I agree. So yeah, other than that, I don't really have any dislikes. Oh, let's see got if a, I can think. Um, got a lot of likes though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of likes. Um, Yeah, um, it, it's. Uh, I would have liked to have seen. Um, I don't know, maybe a little more interaction with um, Bucky, and as he's going through his remorse, I would have loved to have seen the conversation he had with uh, with his last target's dad. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I bet that was uh, a, a powerful conversation. Um, you know, I, I really would have liked to have seen a little bit more interaction with, um, more, you know, like real life people other than military or like I, the Sam's relationship with his sister was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen a, a little bit more of that even, um, you know, uh, with, uh, her two sons and, uh, you know, just, uh, just a way to really bring it home and relatable to, um, you know, what has gone on, you know, for the people that blipped it, it was a blink of an eye and yeah. for everybody else, it was five years. And there's gotta be a lot of, uh, a lot of nuts and bolts that go in there that uh you know for them to deal with and to sort out we only got a flash of it yeah um, you know again, a lot of these dislikes could have been avoided uh with one one simple thing about the series i think it was too short this could have easily been at least 10 episodes long yeah yeah, um, even eight, like WandaVision. If it was eight, then, yeah. you know, give us, uh, you know, what the average episode was 37 minutes, I think it was when I averaged it up. Yeah. So, uh, you know, either that or give us, you know, hour-long episodes. Yeah, yeah. We would have sat around for an hour to watch the show. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it easily, I mean, I mean if come on. We sat around four hours to watch Snyder cut. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we're not we're not hurting when it comes to it comes to that. You know, give us another tw you know twenty minutes per show, 
and what? flush out a little bit of these details. And, you know, uh, but, you know, then again, they could say, you know, hey, uh, you know, we're really going to explore this in other options. I mean, we're not, yeah. you know, we're not in the know when it comes to this. Yeah. So, and, and they might, they might really get into that, um, you know, in future shows. So, Maybe, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no saying there can't be a second season. I thought they did say there wasn't going to be one, but. Oh, did they? Darn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain they said that uh, this was a one and done. Same with uh, WandaVision. That's, that's a bummer. I think I mean, all I of these. Watch it. Instead of uh, doing uh, Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, and then, uh, or uh, Iron Man 1 and 2, and then doing, uh, you know, a Thor, and then branching off to this, uh, and then tie it all together in a mashup of, you know, the Avengers, uh, mm -hmm. I think we're getting the precursor to the next major movie in these TV series on Disney+. Plus. Because yeah. you know the the Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, WandaVision has already tied us into several different uh, things. You know, WandaVision we had uh, uh, Darcy and uh, Jimmy that were in uh, Ant Man and Thor. Yeah. So you know, plus you know, uh, plus all of uh, Wanda stuff and. You know, in this one, we have uh, had Rhodey with Bucky and Sam and uh, and yep. Sharon, and that spans several movies. And then I'm sure we're going to get more in the next show that comes up that, yep. uh, you know. So, uh, I th yeah, th this is going to be our big tie-ins. Rather than having uh, full-length feature films, they'll tie it all in here. Uh, and then release a big film or a big show either on the plus or, uh, you know, in theaters if they ever open up back fully uh, and, uh, and go from there. So, yeah. Um, so um, I got I got I got a feeling that a lot of these are going to duplicate themselves, but uh, what were some of your, uh, likes. I, I what by duplicate. I think I think yours and mine are going to be very similar. Um, well, uh, the pacing I thought uh, was good. Uh, mm -hmm. We got. Uh, I mean, as much as we would love to see a little bit more backstory, uh, just because we're nerds like that, and you know, <laughs> exactly. we, we, and, you know and, and I'm sure most people, 99% of everybody, you know, would like, man, well, what, what we got was great. Why would you change anything? Well, because we're nerds and we like that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the pacing went well. Uh, you know, we got enough action. Uh, we had some downtime. Uh, we had the a little bit of the character um, backstory fill in on uh, on these guys on uh, where they where they were, what they've been doing, and how they got to this point. Uh, we would love to see a little more expansion on that, but you know, uh, we got a little bit. So the pacing of the series was very good. Yeah. Um, the uh, you know, of course, uh, it was very well written. Oh yeah, as well. Uh, oh, yeah. I, so I'm 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 very excited that uh, the guy that wrote this is going to do Captain America four. 
uh, that's uh, very high praise. Um, yeah, and the direction was really good, and it was the same director throughout the whole thing. Uh, whereas, uh, like Mandalorian, every episode we had a different person at the helm. Uh, Carrie uh, Scogland it was yep. the director for uh, this one, so yeah. really helped keep it consistent. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely had that story that they wanted to uh, tell and. Uh, they stuck with it and told it well. Um, uh, Sharon was in it. Yeah. That's always a highlight. That is, that is good. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some of my likes. Man, my, mine are, are very similar, if not the same. Uh, story, writing, directing, acting, characters. There was so much that I liked about this. I can't pin it down to, uh, you know, I just, I just, uh, the whole thing was great. I wish it would have been longer. Uh, you know, the, the folks, the, the casting, the folks that they picked to play uh, characters that hadn't already previously been cast uh, were amazing. You know, uh, Wyatt as John Walker was perfect uh um i i don't know the actor's name forgive me but uh the, the actor playing lamar perfect uh man they just and and then the casting of of infant's nest as as carly man it's just there's you know i for the most part with very few exceptions uh, and I say very few because I actually can't think of any off the top of my head. But the MCU has made such great casting choices yeah. across the board. I, I really can't think of anybody in the MCU where I was like, oh, they could have done better than that. Yeah. Um, so an, another show where the MCU has knocked it out of the park with casting uh, knocked it out of the park with writing. It was like you said; it was written so well, and the director was amazing. Uh, you know, the the dialogue was great. Uh, you know, there were there were few. Uh, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but there were a few moments of clunky dialogue. Uh, man, that show was just great. I would. Uh, like you said, I'm really looking forward to the director uh, of this show uh, and the showrunner of the show being involved in the fourth Captain America movie. I think it's just going to be amazing. Oh, I got to tell you, uh, another thing that I really liked about it is uh, the way things ended um, with, with uh, Falcon finally taking the shield finally taking on the mantle of Captain America. And then uh, toward the very end of the last episode, uh, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it, but it had me in tears uh, when when uh, Sam took Isaiah to that museum. Uh, that was just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it was it was so good to see, see him get his... his his justice finally. Um, 
for lack of a better term. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> you said you're not biased towards Sharon, and Nicole said she's not biased towards uh, James. <laughs> yeah. You know, these are just, you know, these characters, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Captain America, is all, you know, my favorite characters from the MCU. So to have them all in a TV show together, it's really just hard not to like it. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Well, so so Nicole here says that she that there are uh, she's got some hits and misses. So uh, yeah, why don't you why don't you tell us about some of the misses? What do you think was uh, was a miss on this show? Um, and while you're thinking of that, <laughs> uh, where where does it go from now? From here, you know, we've got the Captain America four film. Uh, I. I think it's going to be a lot, uh, or uh, yeah, a lot more far-reaching. And I think my camera froze, so let me see if I can toggle over to this other one. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, it's thinking. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, the. I might have fixed it. We'll <laughs> uh, it it's going to be far, a lot more uh, far-reaching than um, than what we think. There we go. Uh, I think that there's just so much um, that they have to pull into, and that they've already started pulling into in other series. Uh, I think the uh, Sharon's power broker uh, is going to be a huge deal. Uh, and yeah, uh, and then with the uh, introduction of um, uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, uh, wow. I, I think we're going to get more, than, just more than uh, Cap 4. I think we're really going to get... Uh, 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 several uh, story arc uh, involving a lot of these characters. So, yeah, I think cool. we're going to get. Uh, I think we're going to get some Dark Avengers going on, and uh, I think maybe uh, maybe they'll be part of the Secret Invasion thing that's coming out. Man, there. Yeah, there's so many different possibilities that. Um, and I think we're going to get more in that in the next uh, in the next series that's coming out, which we'll get to here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, sorry, was uh, reading uh, uh, Nicole's. Yeah, let's pop it up here. So, um, so I guess she she didn't like Sharon being a double agent. Uh, felt John Walker had already taken a small amount of serum because of the semi scene um i don't know yeah I, i'm not sure if that was uh a small bit of serum or if that was just the effectiveness of the shield yeah so 
I yeah, because the shield's pretty, uh, pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he is, you know, very physically fit. Yeah. You know, I mean, he won what three Medal of Honors? I think is what they said. Yeah, I think so. That was the quip. Uh, oh, you won a uh, you won a Medal of Honor? Well, actually, three. But, um, but yeah, uh, it, and it's very possible they could have. I, I know how uh, you know the basic training goes. Uh, they, uh, you know, they inject uh, the soldiers with a lot of different stuff, and you know they're like, oh, it's just vaccinations and things that you know th that they say. But who yeah. knows what they could have put into any of that, especially in a comic book world. Uh, Real, you, you, just, really. you never know. Uh, all the, you know, they might have figured out just a part of it. You know. Uh, and giving them a little bit of super strength uh, in order to pull off some of those moves. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Sam hasn't had any, and he was, you know, able to uh, do a, uh, a lot of different things as well and was uh, very effective. Um, you know, of course, he had a uh, suit built by the Wakandans, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Which, which that kind of... Uh, got me too uh i wasn't sure remember, uh you know we were talking on discord and it was like you know what what's in the box and you know i wasn't sure i didn't know if they were going to do a you know if it was just like you know going to make him a new shield if they you know if he couldn't get the other shield off of you know uh, uh walker or somehow he ended up having it um uh, or, you know, just a full suit for Captain America, or if it was just, you know, since his flight suit was damaged, are they just going to give him a flight suit and, you know, he'll give that to somebody else and kind of do the full uh, full circle. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, man, that was a good-looking suit that he had, and his speech yeah, well, in the end was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah, Michelle from Force of Light uh, came in to the chat. So uh, welcome, Michelle. Thanks for coming in. And uh, we are actually just about wrapping up our discussion of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, did you have any other uh, points you wanted to make about it? Uh, nope, I think, uh, yeah, I I think, think we're good. There, um, but uh, we could talk about what's uh, what we got next on the docket as far as uh, what's the next Marvel series that's coming out. Um, we've got Loki next. Yes, Loki. Yeah. Uh, again, we don't really know how many episodes this one's going to be yet. I don't believe. Uh, not that I've seen, uh, but we do know that the release date for that is going to be. June 11th. So uh, I guess that's uh, we got uh, Bad Batch coming out May 4th, which I'm that's sure we'll talk about here in a minute. That's, that's um, next week, yeah. Uh, but um, I know we're getting, I think, two episodes like back to back, either that same day or uh, first one day, then the next one. Uh, but I'm sure when that finishes up, then we'll have Loki. Disney Plus is really uh, spoiling us with content. We really don't have any downtime. Uh, you know, we just keep switching series. You know, so we yeah. might not be 
have you know Star Wars constantly, but we also have so many other fandoms that that are gearing up and yeah. uh, it, it, with releases. So yeah, I, I'm really excited about that. So um, uh, I don't know how much you can trust it, but according to the Wikipedia article about Loki, it will consist of six episodes. Oh, boo, boo. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Man, uh, I was I was I was hoping for at least eight, but yeah, doesn't uh, doesn't look like. I, I hope this isn't going to be their uh, their go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if they give us hour uh, hour long episodes, that's you know six hours worth of content. You know, it's uh, I, I'd be okay with that. That's like almost three full length, you know, feature films. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, next week we've got, uh, bad batch coming out on Tuesday, mm -hmm. May the 4th, um, which will actually, uh, we're going to talk about what's going on next Tuesday, uh, later in the show. Um, after we're done with our, uh, our top five list, uh, because we've got some special stuff lined up for our May 4th episode um, that uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, so next up, we've got our top five list, which is our top five MCU films. And if you folks in the chat want to uh, chime in with your... Uh, with your number one favorite MCU film, go ahead and, and do that. And we'll, uh, we'll announce those. And I've got a couple of, uh, or a few, uh, folks from Twitter that, uh, answered the question, uh, there on Twitter. Uh, before we jump into our top five list though, we are going to take our last music break. Um, this is from a band out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They are called City Escape Artist. Uh, this is from an album they put out uh, back in October called Puncture Wounds. And uh, the song is called Here Today, Gone Tomorrow. So here that is. I hope you enjoy this. Chalkboard, 
and watch them wash away in the ever-present rain, striving for something more permanent that the weather can never take away. Maybe it's hope, maybe a dream, or is it all a fallacy? Have we truly come undone? Different time, a different place. If I'm going here today Right here today, gone tomorrow by City Escape Artist. Another good tune there. Um, so we are going to be talking about our top five uh, MCU films, and um, before we jump into ours, I am going to go over some. Uh, engagement from Twitter. Uh, the folks from Force Losers uh, said that their favorite was Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, the guys from West uh, WSTR Media said it was Winter Soldier. Uh, the folks from Science Fictionary uh, put down Iron Man as their favorite. Uh, the Escape Pod uh, said either Endgame or Thor Ragnarok. And David Peoples said his favorite was Infinity War. Uh, so if you folks have uh, any thoughts about who your favorites are, uh, put them in the comments there. Uh, after you remember to like and subscribe to this channel. Um, and then you folks in the chat, go ahead and uh, let us know what your favorites are as well. But let's go ahead and start with uh, your number five, DJ. Man, uh, I'm, I'm constantly rethinking this. 
Yeah. Because they're they're all so good. They, they uh, really all, right. <laughs> all right. So I'll go with what I just locked in just a few moments ago. Uh, number five. I'm going with 2015's Ant-Man. Okay. Never, never would have picked Paul Rudd to be a... Uh, you know, Marvel superhero. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, you know, I've, I've been a, a fan of his uh, since I saw him on Friends. Uh, mm. But uh, very well done, very well written. Uh, and the, the, the special effects that they did with this movie, making things small and large, uh, mm. was absolutely phenomenal. So that's my number five. Yeah, he did such a great job in that role, and uh, yeah, I have to agree that was a that was a great movie. Um, my top three have been locked in for a really long time, even before we decided to do a top five MCU films. So my number four and number five were um, a source of of uh, not really sure, but in the end, my top five. Uh, I uh, locked in was uh, Doctor Strange. A um, lot of really cool visuals. Uh, I'm actually, as much as uh, I'm getting tired of origin stories and superhero movies, uh, this one definitely deserved an origin story, and I loved it. And uh, I love that he was such an integral part of uh infinity war and endgame as well um just the character you know i i actually strangely uh i wouldn't say i disliked dr strange as a character in the comics he just wasn't one of my favorite characters in the comics it was just kind of like i can take him or leave him he's all right but in the movie uh that completely changed he made me really like this character um yeah. I really like, uh, and I even, you know, I like the liberties that were taken with this film, such as uh, changing the, the, the uh, um, uh, oh crap, what's the word I'm looking for? Gender, the gender of the ancient one, and uh, not making it uh, an old Asian white guy. Uh, well, well, not not white, but he's they, they drew him white because they didn't draw Asians correctly. Uh, but um, I loved all the characters. I loved Baron Mordo because I love that actor. I want to see him in everything. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, this this one ended up being my number five, Doctor Strange. Cool. All right, number four for me. I am going to go with 2018 Black Panther. We had okay. we we had heard about vibranium for a very long time. We heard about uh, you know a little bit about Wakanda before we got to see it, and then when we finally get to see it, it lives up to and surpasses every expectation. Yeah. Uh, Chadwick did such a great job with this character. I do. I, I felt like he was actually royalty, and he just played. It was a perfect 
you're talking about casting choice, perfect mm-hmm. casting choice for this role. Uh, and just uh, the way it fit into the universe, Warmonger, you know, uh, uh, Michael uh, Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. My, yeah, fantastic. Absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, you know, it's just, it, it was such a another well-written, well-fit-in piece of the puzzle. So that's number four. Okay, yeah, you're going to be hearing about that movie again later. Um, (laughs) So my number four, this one actually gets a lot of shade thrown at it. Um, It's from 2019, uh, and it's Captain Marvel. Um, A a lot of people didn't like this movie. I, I am not one of those people. I love this movie. I love the casting. Uh, I love the story. I love the, uh, the background we got to see of Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, and, and what's not to like about Goose? He was the greatest character in the entire <laughs> movie, man. He was awesome. Uh, we got to see a little bit of background of... Uh, of uh, oh god, what's the guy's name from Guardians of the Galaxy? Ronan the Accuser. Um, yes. It was. It was. I just really liked this movie. Uh, so, like, I I don't. There isn't really much else I can say about it. I just really liked everything about it. Um, and I don't understand why people don't like it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's uh, it, it's definitely. Uh... Out of the 23, I would say it's probably in the lower bottom half of for me. Uh, it just, I couldn't really, I, I, I liked most of it, but yeah. it, to me it just kind of drug along. And well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I really like that character in general. Yeah. Uh, and I got to say, at the very end with the end credit scenes in Infinity War, uh, when, uh, when Nick Fury dropped that pager and you saw that logo, man, I was out of my seat. <laughs> I was, I was ecstatic. I'm like, hell yes. Yeah. Oh man. All right. My number three, 2016 civil war. Okay. Good one. One, it was one of my favorite comic arcs. I yeah. loved the Civil War comic arc. It it yeah. was it was just was so good. Um, we also got to see uh, the you know it, there was the uh, so many iconic fight scenes. Whether it's at the airport or you know or, or, or just man, so many. Uh, we, we get our first introduction to Spider-Man in yeah. Civil yeah. War. Uh, you know, it it just, it really, and it's the way it's set up the rest of the, the direction that the series were taking. Um, yeah, uh, I just really, really, really got into that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh... As far as my ranking, it's it's not my top five, but it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty far up there. Um, I'm not gonna pull up my 
ranking right now. But it's, <laughs> it's up there because it's it's a great movie. Uh, my number three is another movie from 2019. Uh, and um, you, you might be surprised to hear that this is only number three, uh, but it's Endgame. Uh, just fantastic ending to that, uh, shall we say, saga. You know, the mm-hmm. Infinity War saga, the buildup that they first began in the original Avengers with Thanos and uh, just a great movie uh, all around. You know, the scene where everybody shows back up and, and Cap says that iconic line. Uh, it, it was just, it was just wall-to-wall greatness. Um, you know, the only, only thing I think they could have done to do that better uh, is they could have corrected a bad mistake that they made by not putting Adam Warlock in one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So number two. Yep. All right. 2017 Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. And right. as and, and as you were saying, like you really like the Captain Marvel character. Yeah. So my number one character of all time, probably Wolverine. Okay. Number two, Spider-Man. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a pretty, he's a good character. And again, casting choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Tom Holland uh, is to me the epitome of what, Peter Parker should be. Um, I thought that Tobey Maguire did a good job in it, uh, in the Sam Raimi series, uh, but Tom Holland took it to the next level. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Tobey was okay, but Tom Holland, he was... Now, uh, if if you ask the girls from Force of Light, they have a completely different take on that. They, They actually did not like Tom Holland. Um... But yeah, he was, Tom Holland's a great Spider-Man, great Peter Parker. I the 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 way that him and uh, you know Happy just go at it, and yeah. you know it's like he's like a he acts like a teenager. You know, hey, yes. you know, it's just so much enthusiasm and so much wanting to get in there and be a part of it, and you know, and, and constantly getting shot down by the grown-ups and. Uh, you know, it's, uh, and it was a great cast. Uh, I I liked the way that they handled MJ, uh, with, uh, Zendaya. Uh, you know, uh, I, I like, uh, I like that part. Um, yeah, it it was overall a fantastic movie for me. Yeah, I agree. That was, that was a great movie. Okay. So my number two, uh, we've already talked about on this list from 2018, uh, and that is Black Panther. Uh, what can I say that you haven't already? Um, great cast, great story, uh, great uh, theme. You know, it, yeah. it's a movie that yeah. inspires. Yeah, it, it inspires you, and and 
you know, it just the pinnacle of it was that speech he makes at the UN at the end. And it's a, it's a, it's a quote that I have often like had penned on my Twitter. Uh, just the folk, the, the part about, you know, instead of uh, building walls, we should be building bridges and uh, that we're all one tribe. And it's, it's just, you know, just the, just the theme behind the movie was, was amazing. And uh, like I said, Chadwick was the perfect role. Uh, you know, as soon as he came in, on uh, Civil War, uh, from that point, I was like, oh my God, they have to have a Black Panther movie now. There's yeah. no reason not to. He is amazing. They have to do it. And they did. And it was amazing. It was great. And it is my number two. Oh, all right. Number, number one. one. <laughs> oh. Well, how can how can you not pick this movie? Two thousand and eight, Iron Man. Okay. I I just I, you, you talk about iconic casting, and the way that Robert Downey Jr. portrayed Tony Stark was exactly the way that I would picture if, if a comic book was in live action. Mm -hmm. uh, he nailed it to a T and what a resurgence in his career after, uh, after this role, he absolutely nailed it. Yeah. And it started off. I, let's see, was, I'm, I'm trying to remember it was Iron Man first. Let's see. That was 2008. Iron Man was the first one. The second one was Incredible Hulk. Okay, I couldn't remember if Hulk came out first, but you know, Hulk was a little different because you know it was a different actor. It was Edward Norton rather yeah. than, uh, than that, but it didn't have the same punch that Iron Man had. Yeah. When, when I saw Iron Man, I uh, it was that's Iron Man. This is what this is what what I wanted to see. And yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I've watched it. I don't know how many times, uh, the, the humor, the quips, uh, the action sequences, uh, you know, just the way that he brought himself out of the, out of the desert and then, uh, you know, made the first suit. I mean, it was just absolutely, uh, iconic moment after iconic moment. So yeah, yeah, Iron yeah, Man that, number one. That that was a good movie, and Robert Downey Jr. definitely was the perfect choice to play Tony Stark. You you could not, uh, you could not have had a more perfect actor to play that role. Uh, so great movie, not my number one. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. My number one comes from 2014. And is Captain America the Winter Soldier? I knew that. That yeah. uh, that is ever since it came out, my number one has been been the Winter Soldier. I just love that movie, uh, and, and and my kids are always giving me grief about it. They're like, "What? Endgame is better than that movie?" No, I, I no, man, that's Captain America and. 
you see just everything that happens in that movie captain becomes a fugitive you find out shield is actually hydra you got you know you got robert redford as the head of hydra uh you've got you know crossbones shows up uh bat rock shows up you've got uh the return of that senator dude from from iron man that's just a, just a douche uh, and it turns out he's a hydra agent you get the first appearance of falcon you get the first appearance of sharon you get this this camaraderie and this this friendly relationship between cap and and black widow uh and then you get you get more in-depth development of captain america as a character uh yeah just just because of uh you know one conversation with with nick fury kind of carries it all is when he's talking about uh project insight with him and and just the fact that he is not um you know he doesn't work for politicians he works for the idea of what america should be and so there were a lot of thematic elements of this movie that made it made it so great uh in my opinion and uh you know i i could not tell you how many times i have seen this movie um i'm pretty sure i saw it at least four times in the theater uh but i just love that movie and i will never get sick of it I just, and and uh of course the first appearance of the, the the winter soldier himself um but yeah captain america the winter soldier is my favorite mcu film uh give you a very good explanation as to why i loved the tv show so much <laughs> right no it's uh it, it's it, and it was it's a great show um the uh, and if the rumors are right, my list is going to get shook up anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so, Nicole, why did you say "darn it"? She likes she, that one too. She said, "I." She said, "I love the Winter Sol or love Winter Soldier," and then she said, "darn it." So, I want to know what the "darn it" means. <laughs> Well, before that, she was, you know, Iron Man and, oh, yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, she is, Whatever. She's, she's a mark for James, I, I understand. Yeah, that's all right. I, <laughs> that's, that's okay, that's okay. Everybody has their, their character, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, so. um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about comic books earlier, but uh, I was talking about Marvel comics. Um, other than the Star Wars comics... Um, Captain America is actually the only Marvel comic I'm still reading. Um, nice. Now, now I am actually, I, I take that back. I am reading the limited John Walker, us agent, which, uh, is supposed to be five issues long. Uh, only the first four have come out so far. And that's a, that's a pretty good series too. But, um, the guy who is currently writing Captain America uh, is also, or, or at least at one point, was writing Black Panther. I think he's still writing Black Panther. I'm not sure, but um, done do an amazing job on that run. And his run's about to end, and that's that's very sad. Um, 
but yeah, we got some, uh, you know, the MCU has put out some really great stuff. So coming up with a top five was, was very difficult. Um, yeah, except, I agree. you know, really the first two, I didn't have any problem with, I was like, I already know who my number one and my number two are. No, no problem at all. And, uh, yeah. So, um, so next week we've yes, got some special, week. uh, we, we've got a special date coming up next week. We have May the 4th. Uh, so obviously we have to do a star Wars related episode. Um, so we are going to do this huge, uh, May the 4th Star Wars, uh, spectacular extravaganza, whatever you want to call it. We're going to try, uh, what we'd like to do is get, uh, as many people as we can fit <laughs> into this chat or into this, uh, this, this, uh, stream thing. I don't know how many people we're allowed to have actually. But I'd like to get as many people as we can and just have this big free-for-all general Star Wars discussion to celebrate May the 4th. Um, so uh, if you'd like to be a part of that, you can, uh, you know, you folks that normally watch us uh, and, and you're on Discord or Twitter, just let us know and we will uh, discuss all the minutia of that. Uh, but we're going to have a, a grand, great time next week talking about Star Wars. It's going to be amazing, uh, or it's going to be a train wreck, depending on the technology. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to we're going to talk Star Wars on May the fourth. It's so so awesome that May the fourth comes on a Tuesday this year, and uh, just happens to be the day we record these live episodes. But uh, we're looking forward to that. At least I am. Uh, then after that, I think we uh, I think we need to. We're probably going to return back to uh, our uh, Skywalker Saga retrospective, um, and we are up to uh, we're we're about to enter the sequel trilogy. Yes. Uh, so our next one will be about the Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. um, I agree, uh, Nicole. Uh, you, I love Marvel as well. It, it is great. Uh, fandom and and you are absolutely right there are amazing marvel women too um but uh but yeah so um after our may the fourth episode the week after that we will be jumping back in to our uh at least that's the plan we're going to be jumping back into uh the, our star wars uh skywalker retrospective um we will probably we we'll probably have like a. I'm imagining we'll probably have like a side topic as well to talk about the Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, that's um, uh, that's definitely. Um, man, this is going to be hard to fit everything in, but we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, well, well, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do that in lieu of a top five. Yeah, yeah, um, sounds like a good plan. Yeah, so. Um, so yeah, the next couple of weeks are going to be uh, going to be very interesting and a lot of fun. Hope you guys show up for that one and join the chat. And uh, next week, I hope a lot of you can come in and join the conversation with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, so uh, thanks everybody that uh, came into the chat. Uh, always good to see you folks. Um, 
And if you want to follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram, it's all right there. Just go to at Rogue, uh, the number one uh, radio. Uh, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube that you subscribe and uh, squash that like button. Uh, let us know what you like and uh, or let us know what you don't like. And uh, we may or may not change it. <laughs> let us know how we're doing. Um, but uh, thanks for everybody for listening. And uh, we will be back next week. Uh, you have any closing remarks, DJ? Well, just real, real quick. The reason why I said my list is going to be changing. Deadpool 3 is confirmed to be in the MCU. Now, and it will be R-rated. So we'll get all the fantastic stuff that we got in Deadpool 1 and 2 inside the MCU. Can you imagine Deadpool and Nick Fury in an R-rated movie together? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, oh it's going to be uh, – uh, my sides are going to be hurting from laughing so much. I wonder if they're going to bring Cable into that one. Uh, probably not because he already played Thanos. That's what I'm so, thinking. But uh, they are talking about uh, if they can figure out a way to where it doesn't uh, mess up Logan, having Hugh Jackman play Wolverine in Deadpool 3 is was something that I saw oh. that, uh, that they said, you know, if, if, if they can figure out a way to make um, you know, uh, uh, make the continuity work between all the companies, and uh, in that, then uh, Hugh Jackman would be uh, very welcome to uh, reprise the role as Wolverine. So that could be fun. Um, and then on a serious note, for uh, all you people that uh, uh, that pray. Uh, there is a wildfire about an hour and 15 minutes away from us. Uh, it's burned a little over 10,000 acres so far and 0% contained. Um, I don't think we're in any danger down this far because there's no trees or anything. Uh, but a lot of people are being displaced and uh, all that. So, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, our our thoughts are with those folks, and uh, hope that gets uh, resolved. Gang, been a lot of a lot of uh, wildfires been going on lately. That's just crazy. Yeah, our uh, where we go camping, and normally in like the late spring, summer, and early fall, we go to the same place, uh, and it's now uh, on fire. So. Yeah, uh, we'll have to we'll, once it's cleared out. We'll go up there and check out our spot and see yeah. what uh, what's going on. But uh, they've already evacuated three different canyons. Uh, hopefully, the uh, ski run that they have up there is still standing. Uh, but uh, perilous times right now. Yeah, I mean, on top of everything else that's gone wrong. Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Uh, well. Um, that is it for us tonight, folks. Again, thanks for listening and join us in the chat. And we will be here next week for our May the 4th Extravaganza Spectacular. Uh, have a great week, folks, and we'll see you here. Have a good one.